I had a potato for lunch. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> was there chicken too, Josh? Hell yeah, there was, Nick. Leftover thighs that I made last week. The uh, Blue Jays will be back tomorrow against Georgetown. It's the always exciting dollar beer night. That's tomorrow? I saw a lot of people opining on Twitter that they were really triggered that the Georgetown game was the dollar beer night and not a bigger game like Marquette. That's the whole UConn. bit. It'll make it's to try to get people exciting. to go to the crappy game. Ding, ding. Wow, some people in our audience are apparently not of marketing. Also, exactly. you should like this. The lines might be shorter than if it was a big game. Come on, guys. You got to think better. Yeah, you don't You do not do God, things like that. Your friends are idiots, John. Complete morons. Well, I wouldn't Numb say that. Sounds like the sweater vests are cutting off some circulation <laughs> to the brain. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Nick. Well played. Thank you. Oh, but a big win on uh, Saturday at the Cintas Center. Especially for a game that started like it did. I mean, the way that game started, it was it had Hell, the, the way that it was ending. Well, that too, but more about the start. The the, the start it had one of those oh crap. Mm. This is going to be a 30-point loss and people are going to lose their minds. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to but the they, end of they turned it around. of your calls I uh made my way down to uh, the arena to call my game, and you were you were having a rough go. You were I you, was having a rough go. Well, you you were describing a rough go. Oh, it was a rough yeah, go. You were your your calling was very very good, but you know I know that you wanted Creighton to do well, and so you were bummed about them. John and, was you know, of rough goes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean to do so in that atmosphere. We talked about it a, a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. You know the just the atmospheres that they they played in lately. Um, yeah, I mean just a, an important win. Um, for them to end that losing streak, and you know, now I mean, like you said, they're going to get a nice little game to get a second win in a row. Well, the, yeah, and and you know, Ryan Kalkbrenner bounced back after a rough game on Wednesday against Providence, and Josh Oduro had that huge block at the rim. That that was, I mean, for all the excitement of the offensive runs and everything else, that was the play of the game. I mean, it's a five point game with forty seconds left. And Xavier's got a chance to make it a one possession game. And Desmond Claude goes right at the rim. And there was a, we were on the bus getting ready, heading back to the airport. And Andrew Grieve, who's our great social media person who puts out all the awesome videos and stuff, had a still frame of the video as Kalkbrenner's at his high point blocking that. And he's like, I don't know if, I don't know <laughs> if he's ever seen him jump that high before. Yeah. But it was just, it was just the perfect block in that spot. And it was I think it was huge for it was huge for everyone involved, but to fall behind by nine in a rough environment coming after off the, the games you've been on yeah. and then to turn it around, literally flip it and make it nine points at halftime, then come right out of the locker room. These second halves have been a disaster. To score the first six points and basically say, No, not today. And yeah, while Xavier did make their run late, um, you had built yourself enough of a lead where, you know, it just it was too much to overcome. And you pulled out a win. And then you get Sean Miller, the Xavier head coach. Here's what he had to say. Xavier's played one of the toughest schedules in the country. In addition to the Big East teams they played, they've played Purdue, Houston, uh, St. Mary, Cincinnati, and there's one other team I'm forgetting. Was it Arizona? I mean, they have played they played a really good non conference schedule. Here's what Sean Miller had to say about Creighton after the win. You know, we've played seemingly, I think, every great team in America, east of the Mississippi, even a couple west. Uh, 
um, Houston, Purdue, UConn, on a given night on a neutral court, Creighton is their equal. I'm very sure of that. And uh, I thought they were really impressive here today. So it's funny because I wanted to ask you a couple minutes ago, and I can do it now. Um, is there anything that they can do in the regular season that you think will reverse the mindset of those who doubt them going into the tournament? Or is this totally a team now and a season that we, you know, congrats on the wins, congrats on the losses, whatever it may be, that we're going to judge them entirely on March? And Because I, I think that they have kind of reached that level the last few years. Well, when you have set a bar that you've never achieved before, by getting to Sweet 16s and now an Elite Eight. It's almost impossible. I don't think there's anything you could do in the regular season. Almost. And I hate to say that because they had, you know, winning a regular season championship would be nice. Winning their first ever conference tournament would be nice. You know, winning like 30 games in the regular season would be nice. Yeah. But because everything is determined by what you do in March, I mean, it's really hard. I mean, for example, Creighton could let's say they run the table, go the rest of the, and and run the rest of the win the rest of their games. But then they don't make it to the second weekend. Gonna be a lot of people that'll think that's a failure yeah, because empty of calories, what they've done. Yeah, right. Empty yeah. calories. Yeah. Even though if they were to run the table the rest of the regular season, that's a lot of great wins. That'd be a win over UConn. You'd have UConn, you'd have Marquette. You have St. John's on the road, Villanova on the road. Yeah, I guess maybe maybe I should have phrased it differently. More will like that, I don't want to say would that be enough, but can it change the tune of people? Or so it's, I guess, the season not so much just being it's what you do in March that matters, but can those who doubt them right now change their minds about them based oh, off of regular yeah, season? Yeah, probably. Success? Does that still exist for this team? I, I think it can. Yeah, it can. Um, but it's obviously going to take, it would take a win over a UConn or a Marquette, who are both top five teams, to get there. To do it, yeah, and even then, you would have some folks saying, "Well, but they got them at home, you know, yeah, couldn't beat them on the road, whatever." So, yeah, it's just you know, it, it's 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 one of the, and I know every sport we look at the postseason, we look at the postseason and how you do in the postseason, but I think it's more defined in college basketball than just about any other sport. I do too. And I don't know why, because it's not like we're not doing this today with the 49ers. Like one of the debates you and I had last week was, well, this is a franchise that holds themselves to a higher standard. So like they don't care that they got to the Super Bowl. They want to win the Super Bowl. Right. It's like we do that with the NFL. We do it with college football. But there's something about it with hoops, college hoops that we that we seemingly lean on more than anything. And I, I know I've brought this this year up before, but I always think of the last year for Creighton in the Valley where they win the regular season title. They also win the conference tournament title, right? Mm-hmm. But Wichita State goes to the Final Four. And so it's like, what season would you rather have? The one that is sustained from, you know, I guess not so much November, but January through early March? Or do you want two weekends? Because that's what Wichita State had. They had two weekends. They had two weekends. Creighton had, you know, three months. Three months. What do you want? And a lot of people would say they want the glory. They want the, the, they want the banner. Sure. They want the, the banner all to itself. You know, a conference championship is put on an existing banner. Now there's another year up there. Final Four, that's a new banner. That gets a whole new banner. Yeah. It's funny, too, after all the consternation that they t- they find themselves in a tie for third 
you know, again, right now, Creighton does, yep. you know, not so much, you know, dropping that back as far as they were. Consternation, boys. Uh, Jeff writes in, I just want to express my appreciation for how far Nick Grimm has come. Oh. From not knowing how to pronounce Akeem Olajuwon to calling out ACC teams and taking very accurate shots at Creighton fans. It's impressive. <laughs> Good job, Nick. Thank you. Go Hawks. That's what Jeff said, yeah. Coming up next, content. Mm. And the Jets make content today. See, what? football season's not totally done. Oh, Let's no. go. Whose ACL got destroyed this time? <laughs> no ones that we know of. That we know of. On 1620 The Zone.